Unfortunately, with the rising temperatures, the price of gas also rising. I don't know how best to describe this. I think the price of gas is about to go from unaffordable to outrageous. Yes, that's right. Maybe that's the best way to put it, because another five cent hike expected later this week. And for more on this from GasBuddy.com, Patrick DeHaan joins us now. Patrick, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, first off, can you tell us what's uh, driving this expected next bump, this five cent uh, per liter increase coming this week? Well, you know, uh, we've seen a tremendous rise in the price of oil in the last week, which was up $9 a barrel uh, between last Monday and last Friday. Uh, so a lot of the wholesale price and where we expect things to go is based on last week. Of course, right now, today, the price of oil plummeting some $7 a barrel. So if that full $0.05 cent hike comes to fruition, it may be somewhat short-lived. That is, if today's decrease is longer-lasting. Okay, so what is your advice for drivers, those in their cars, Patrick, right now listening to us, and they're trying to be strategic about when they fill up? Uh, when is the best time, do you think, to uh, fill up uh, this week? Boy, you know, I get asked that a lot, and the tremendous volatility has me even guessing on what time would be best. Uh, oil prices, I would not have expected that they would shed, uh, you know, 7% today. Uh, it may be best to just take a little bit at, at today's price or tomorrow's price, wait for the decrease, I should say, uh, and then kind of wait and see. Because if today's drop in oil of $7 sticks, we may see a little bit of improvement. Mm -hmm. Are we going to see in the long run over this summer, are prices going to be right around that uh, pretty much $2 mark or even higher? Is that what you're forecasting? Is that what drivers should expect for the summer driving season? Well, you know, unfortunately, I do think it's going to be pretty dicey, and we may be hovering around that $2 a liter mark for some time. Now, if you're filling up with diesel, uh, you can expect that and quite a bit more. Of course, the average price for diesel in Toronto today, well over that $2 a liter mark at 241 So uh, whatever you're putting in your tank, gasoline or diesel, um, you know, it's not going to be a great summer. In fact, looking back historically, it's just absolutely astounding that the previous record before 2022 was about a dollar forty-three a liter, and here we are today, almost well, sixty cents in some places more than that previous peak prior to 2022. Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit more of the story behind diesel and its increase, because I don't think that's maybe being talked enough, uh, talked about enough. Sorry, Patrick, because diesel was uh, seen as kind of the cost-effective alternative uh, years back. That it was a little cheaper and you got better mileage, but uh, as you just mentioned, uh, the price of diesel is really uh, outpacing unleaded fuel. Well, it absolutely is. And a lot of that, while well, Canadians may be familiar with the shutdown of the Come By Chance refinery in Newfoundland back during COVID in 2020. In addition, other refineries, especially in the eastern seaboard of the United States, the refinery in Philadelphia uh, caught fire in 2019. It shut down permanently. And another refinery in Louisiana last year succumbed to Hurricane Ida. So a lot of the pressure in diesel is not only because the Russia invasion of Ukraine putting pressure on European supply of oil, but now it's attracting diesel supply from the U.S. and Canada because much of what Europe uses in their vehicles is diesel fuel. So tremendous decreases in diesel inventories. They're at their lowest level in multiple decades, and that's pushing up diesel through the roof. All right, so if diesel is no longer the answer when it comes to fuel savings, uh, what is with these uh, skyrocketing prices, as you mentioned, 60 cents per liter over what was the previous uh, high record? I mean, as we're lingering around $2 uh, per liter, 
Uh, do you have any advice at all, Patrick, uh, for drivers who are trying to be as economical as they can and stretch their uh, fuel dollar as far as they can? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, obviously I'm from gas, buddy, but I think there's even a better tip than shopping around for gas because, uh, you know, you can get it less, but we're not changing anything with consumption. I think the best tip driving more conservatively, less aggressively, trying to look at the lights. If you're taking a highway trip, uh, road trip, slowing down a few kilometers an hour, you know, something in the neighborhood of 5 to 15 kilometers an hour can boost your fuel efficiency by 5 to 10, even 15 to 20 percent the further you go. All right, some uh, good stuff there. Uh, Patrick, by the way, and I know you're with Gas Buddy, and this might not be in your uh, purview, but uh, do you know even that there's cars uh, particularly produced in the last three or four years that they kind of shut down or shut off when they're at uh, red lights? Uh, Does that add up to a significant fuel savings, do you know? I wouldn't say significant, but something when we're filling up with liquid gold, something, uh, you know, even anything is is something at this point. And the start-stop technology that you're referring to does improve fuel efficiency by 5 to 10 percent. 5 to 10. Okay. As you mentioned, every little bit uh, helps right now, uh, particularly with uh, perhaps another uh, five-cent jump happening uh, later this week. Patrick, appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for this. My pleasure. It goes Patrick DeHaan with uh, GasBuddy.com. And yes, as we uh, look at these uh, rising fuel prices, and again, set to maybe go up another nickel uh, this week uh, per liter. Yeah, I was always wondering, Mary, about that when it comes to uh, cars with some of this uh, modern-day technology that uh, it's great for the environment, obviously, because you don't sit there at a uh, red light or a uh, stoplight and uh, you know have your car idling and the exhaust uh, coming out and uh, emitting into the air. So it's great for the environment, but it turns out, to, again, a 5 to 10% savings. It's also good. Uh, for your pocketbook and i also know one of the other technologies uh do you know anybody maybe you've got a car like this that has got that eco uh setting mm-hmm. you can actually set your car on eco drive no i don't have it myself but uh being a bit of a car girl that i am yeah i am familiar with that and it's also a multi-displacement system where you know it will shut down some of the cylinders when you're on a constant speed so let's say you go into cruise control when you know you're on a longer stretch of a road or longer stretch of a highway it will shut down and it will actually provide some fuel savings and some engine wear and tear so there are technologies out there so if you know how to use that with your vehicle those pennies can add up and as I, as I always like to say if you watch the pennies the dollars will take care of themselves sure yeah but this uh, eco drive yeah it's really uh fascinating and i guess it just uh also uh limits maybe how fast you can go because as patrick was uh, just uh, telling us that the you know you take uh, 10 or 15 uh, kilometers off uh, your average speed that also adds up uh, to mm-hmm. big savings as well yeah, I mean, we're always all in such a big hurry to get places. But if you think about what you're doing while you're driving, not just your destination, it could all add up and use some of those, you know, features if you have them in your vehicle. You know, one other money-saving tip, gas-saving tip, if I could pass along to everybody uh, listening here this afternoon, listening along, is, uh, you know, Mary, if you call me and you want to uh, meet at a patio for a drink, I'd be like, that's great. What time are you picking me up? <laughs> right. Or, or, or I'm going to yeah. ride my bike. Yeah. <laughs> yes, either one would work. But that is my best gas saving tip for you all is to uh, get your friend to drive.
That's a great yeah, way to save a few dollars. That's a great idea. <laughs> All right. That does it for our time here on this Monday. Thanks, as always, for yours. I'm Jeff MacArthur. Have a great rest of the afternoon, and we'll meet right back here tomorrow afternoon at 1. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.